0: I remember driving in my car and thinking, you know what, I just wish there was a radio station where they could talk about last night's episode, because, I, you know, you get this hour-long show, and then you're thirsting to talk about it and all the different things that went on in there, and so I think the people that listen to us are, are, are similar, you know, they've, they've watched the show. They kind of want to discuss different points of it.
1: Welcome to the podcast sessions with your host, Retendo Nyamuda. Each week, we'll take you behind the mic as we interview podcast hosts, producers, and those within the industry. On today's show, we have the co-hosts of Bachelor Banter, Jade Wright and Dave Horrocks. Coming to the podcast, Bachelor Banter, amazing name amazing concept can you tell me a little bit of the background to the history about how this concept and podcast came about uh you take it away Dave
0: <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say exactly the same thing but, okay so so Jade and I've uh, ended up chatting through one of the podcasts that I've got the love island cast Jade's a massive love island fan actually when I started it out my friend was a big love island fan and I was the opposite I hated it so we started that podcast to try and uh, create this uh, debate about you know the virtues of it but unfortunately after about two or three episodes I ended up completely sucked into the Love Island world and was just completely obsessed by it and Jade and I were talking about you know she's a big fan of The Bachelor and I hadn't ever seen it I knew of it you know i knew the concepts it was the original kind of reality tv uh dating show but i'd never actually sat down and watched the season so we just started chatting and we were talking about you know do we do it on uh one of the existing podcasts that we have or you know do we spin up something new and then once once the brainstorming was done and you know it, it all happened fairly quickly didn't it I, I think within hours you know we'd spun up a new podcast we had a new logo
2: Instagram was up.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we just we were a few episodes behind initially, so we knew that in that first couple of weeks we had to churn out some content fairly quickly to get caught up because mm-hmm. we were trying to avoid spoilers and everything on social media. Um but yeah, so we're caught up now. I think we caught up about was it episode seven or something like that? Yeah. And yeah, we've been we've been loving it ever since.
1: I love the conversations that you have. And the reason being is you don't speak over each other. I think that's one thing that I've often, you know, seen in normal conversations, whether it's a TV interview or a radio interview, you almost can anticipate when the other person is going to speak. And the flow is amazing. How did one create that? Or how have you built up that ability and that chemistry? I think... (laughs) You can't really create it. I
2: think it just comes from a natural chemistry that you have between co-hosts. Hmm. What, what do you think, Dave?
0: Yeah, I, I do think I, I think we were a bit lucky. I think we do have a natural chemistry. I think it just works. We didn't really have to practice at it. We didn't have to try it. Uh, I think we'd recorded one podcast on on Jade's Books and Booze podcast, uh, which was a true crime episode, and that
2: was really drunken
0: yeah that was very messy <laughs> to be honest <laughs> probably shouldn't have recorded at that time but anyway so yeah we but if you don't have that natural chemistry then I think it is something that you can work at and I think unfortunately there's nothing there's no plan you can kind of follow what I'd say is just mm-hmm. if you have an idea for a podcast and you know you're two friends or what have you and that chemistry isn't there initially, you know, you're talking over each other and it doesn't naturally flow and you have big, awkward pauses. Just persevere with it. Just carry on because it will get better. So, you know, with some of the podcasts that I've done in the past, I I think back to a few years ago now, and you're absolutely right. Talking over someone, or you know, when you're initially jumping in that conversation, it just happens naturally. Especially when you can't see the other person, you know, it's so it's it's quite uh, it's quite different to having a face to face. But it it does get easier with time.
1: Do you feel that part of why also your podcast works is you come from two different approaches to the content you're speaking about? So on the one hand, we have Jade, who is obsessed with all things Bachelor-related. You've been watching for such a long time. And then we've got Dave. And Dave, for you, this was, you were fairly new to The Bachelor. How has that benefited these conversations that you're having? I think it was really fun to introduce Dave to The Bachelor and the fact that he called himself a Bachelor
2: Virgin. I just laugh every time. (laughs) yeah, but, I mean, I've, I've introduced him to quite a couple of reality TV shows now. And I kind of, I love that he was, I know now I've learned that he didn't like Love Island, which is another TV show. Um, and it was more of a, supposed to be a piss take on it. But now he's kind of getting into the whole love reality TV show drama stuff. And yeah, it's just developing that that connection through that has been really easy and fun.
0: Yeah, and I think the, the other thing, calling out the obvious, is, you know, I'll see things from a male perspective and Jay sees things from a female perspective. And that's something that we don't have on the Love Island cast, you know, because it's, it's me and another friend who's also a guy. And we, we call ourselves out at times because sometimes things look a bit odd. You know, because uh, as, as men, we're typically a bit more blunt and we don't read the subtext very well at times. We don't re- read the emotional cues at times, you know, and that's where we're reliant on listeners and things to, to kind of keep us honest. But, yeah, that's something we get naturally for free with The Bachelor Band. So, you know, just seeing it from those p- different perspectives.
1: You are speaking about a a show that is in South Africa, but it's very evident that both of you do not have South African accents. I'm hearing both <laughs> British accents. So where are you located right now as we have this interview? Well, we're in the UK,
2: but uh, I, I grew up in South Africa and I was, I left there in, what was it, February, I think. I was in Nisner, Um but I've lived in Cape Town and um, yeah, in a couple of different places around South Africa. So I don't know how I've kept the British accent, but it just <laughs> kind of stuck around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and and then, you know, the obvious question is, both of you being based in the UK right now, the decision to say, look, we're in a in a different country, but let's watch a reality show in another country <laughs> and speak about the content that's happening there.
2: Well, I was supposed to be on The Bachelor South Africa, and um, I'd signed up and got accepted. They were about to fly me out to Joburg um, for like the uh, the video process interview thing after quite a couple of phone phone calls, um, phone interviews, I should say. And uh, then I ended up finding a, uh, a person, a man that didn't turn out to be very nice, but I gave up the show for him and kind of uh, regretted it after a while. <laughs> so it was nice to kind of watch the show thinking – you know wow i was supposed to be there and to be able to just sort of recap it and chat about it with dave has been really fun and entertaining
1: then coming to setup wise what is your what is your setup then do you record with a mic are you around a table or you know comfortably in a lounge area what is your recording setup
2: and um, well, the first one we did on my Books and Booze podcast was just us on my laptop, no microphones, nothing, uh, very drunk, and just talking about a true crime case from the area that we're both living in. And then uh, Dave set me up with this Blue Yeti microphone that he's got. And what do you call it that goes over it? Uh, oh, it the it? Uh, oh,
0: the pop shield.
2: Yeah, a pop yep. shield over the over the blue Yeti mic. So I plug that into my laptop and I go upstairs and I use a um a like a coat hanger thing, like one of those long rail ones that you can have like a bunch of clothes on. And I put yeah. uh two dressing gowns over that to <laughs> get a sound barrier So that's my setup upstairs, and Dave's setup in the kitchen downstairs. What do you use, Dave?
0: So honestly, I just use a a regular headset. I started off, actually, I was just using the regular um, iPhone uh, microphone, you know, where you have the earphones. That's where I would started off uh, a couple of years ago, and then just experimented with different things and seeing how that sounded. And I picked up, it it was probably about £25 or something like that, 25, 30 pounds and just ended up with this headset which goes straight into the uh straight into the mac and then just i was quite happy with how it sounded and then you know we've also got the the yeti mic and you have to play around with that a bit more so the reason for the dressing gowns and stuff so we don't have a proper recording studio you know so that you can get quite a bit of echo coming back from the wall behind and so it's just to dampen that sound and not give it Uh, so much of an echo and just give it that warm kind of sound to it. Mm.
1: And, And I love what both of you have mentioned, because a lot of people who are fairly new to podcasting feel that you need the most high tech equipment, you need to be in a sound studio, or, you know, at least set up something. But you're speaking of, you know, creating a home studio, whether it is in your bedroom or in the kitchen, that it is possible to have these quality conversations in definitely. your own
2: Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, so my next question will come back to, I guess, the actual content. <laughs> what, what is your process behind the content? What is your the research you do? Talk me through it step by step um, from beginning to end. Take
2: it away, Dave.
0: well i mean first we start by watching the actual show and we'll take notes i mean jay's also an author so he takes much more comprehensive notes than i do i'll generally you know if something catches my eye i'll take a bullet point and then i'll just kind of when we're talking about it i'll just riff on whatever that particular bullet point is but as well now that after we got caught up you know we're Trying to keep an eye on what's going on on social media and stuff like that. A lot of the girls are still very active on social media, so understanding what those interactions are as well. We ha- we do have like a template structure. So once we've got all our notes together, we'll we'll discuss. Uh, okay, what were what are there three or four? Well, three to five major bullet points that we want to cover, and you know we'll we'll step through. And we'll typically try and go through and make sure that that is somewhere between, you know, kind of 20 and 40 minutes. You know, if it's a particularly eventful episode, we might want to spend a bit of a uh, longer time on it. But yeah, and we just go through and then Jay does all the editing and, uh, you know, takes out all the ums, the ahs and <laughs> And then that's it. I mean, pretty much upload it from there.
1: You actually brought on contestants from The Bachelor onto your podcast, which changed the game because we're used to having, you know, just the two of you. And then now we have, we had Melissa, we had Treniso, we had Jillian all come on board. How was that set up? Because now you're adding a different dynamic to your usual, you know, co-hosting discussions.
2: Yeah, it was a a bit bizarre. You know, we started this as just a bit of a, a bit of fun, and it's kind of blown up a little bit, which has been unexpected but awesome. And I think because I'm quite active on our Instagram page, which is a books no, that's my books one. What, what is it, Bachelor Banter Podcast? Yeah. And I just started, you know, chatting to the contestants, and they were telling me about their experience in the house, and I was just like, "Well, would you ever fancy coming on?" And they were like, "Yeah, we would. We'd love it, but you've got to go through our PR lady at MNet." So. I was like, okay, um, put me in touch with them, and got in touch. Uh, and we are only allowed to interview p- the ladies that are still on the show, not the previous ones. So, unfortunately, we can't do, you know, Ricky or Silka, Pasha, those girls. But so now the remaining ones would be Bridget, uh, Jess R, and Maricia. So hopefully, we'll have all three of them on at some point.
1: And I have to ask, do you think you'll ever have Mark on the podcast? <laughs>
2: It's a possibility, I think. I haven't actually asked, but why not? I was thinking of uh, even asking Jason Greer on to, you know, chat about being a host of the show.
1: What do we not see? What doesn't make the final edit? That's what I want to see. I want to see the takes that don't make it on the show.
0: Yes. Absolutely. I think from my perspective, it'd be a great way to finish off the season if we could speak to Mark. Especially as a guy, and seeing it from a guy's perspective, you know my first impressions from from watching The Bachelor were this is great, you know you've got a guy he's got all these beautiful ladies whose you know aim it is to woo him over, and uh you know then then he goes off and wins the show. Mark can't lose as I've got through <laughs> watching the season more, I actually feel a lot of the pressure that is actually on Mark. And so I can mm-hmm. kind of see it from his perspective a bit more. This this is not easy from him. Whereas I think, you know, from episode one, I was thinking, ah, oh, this is easy for him. He, he can't lose. So, yeah, it'd be great to speak to him if we could.
1: And And coming back to, you know, the formula of adding someone else in, when you are used to, you know, having a discussion, which is what you usually have versus interviewing people, does your template or does your podcast formula, does that change? Do you plan for that or do you just say you're going to ask this question, I will ask this question? We we do try and set it up
2: so one question each, which, you know, we'll compile a bunch of questions and then we'll just put like a J or a D next to the question to say who's going to be asking it. Um, Dave's a bit more... Uh, Proper with his his notes of how he wants the show to get set up, whereas I'm a bit more blasé about it. Uh, it and I think the the interview episodes definitely do take a little bit more editing because you know we're we're talking to people we're not used to, and it's a little bit more. I, I don't want to say awkward, but it's just it's not the same dynamic.
0: It's it's that chemistry, isn't it? So when it's just myself and Jade, you know, we we know where each other's coming from and then we can browse off you know walk down tangents and and then come back to the main point. when you're interviewing someone you know it, it's a bit more tricky and again you can't see people so you're not waiting for that pause and so sometimes you know you you want to make sure that they've finished saying what they say and then there's a almost like a split second in between recognizing that time and then if you leave it a bit longer it becomes an awkward pause <laughs> you know? so I, I think that that is just a bit different and again we do like to go off on a bit of a tangent but we have to keep to you know a certain amount of questions we can't veer off too much because you know all the questions are kind of pre-approved to make sure we don't get a bit too controversial
1: <laughs> and you built up your own In amazing following people who watch The Bachelor but still want to come and hear the two of you discuss (laughs) The Bachelor. What is what is the mind? I mean, it's it's quite an interesting thing because personally, one can go and watch The Bachelor, but what goes through one's mind to say I'm going to go and listen to a podcast about the show that I'm watching?
2: All I can say for this one is, you know, going back to Dave's other podcast, The Love Island Cast. I was in Australia and I was watching the um, Love Island TV show. And I don't know, I, I'd just gone into podcasts recently. I think they were, they're a bit more popular than in South Africa, I'd say, or they used to be. Mm-hmm. And I I just started, you know, um, Googling like, oh, podcasts about the Love Island show. And Dave's one popped up and that's how we met. Uh, I was in Australia, he was in England. And yeah, just started chatting on Twitter and that was how that was like a year or so ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was about a year, I think.
2: Yeah. And so I it just kind of it was out of my own curiosity. And then, um, I, you know, when Dave had this podcast about the Love Island cast, I was like, oh, well, what about The Bachelor? That would be a cool one. And I started looking into that and I saw quite a couple of people covering, you know, the American shows and stuff, but no one was covering the South African one. So I was like, oh, why not? I hope people listen, (laughs) but I didn't really expect as much as we got.
0: It's been great. The amount of feedback and and Jade does all the social media. And so really all that growing and getting us out there. That's all down to Jade, to be honest. What I can say (laughs) from the, (laughs) what I can say from the, When I started, my first venture was the Love Island cast. And so getting into that reality TV show and then, like say, I was sucked in after about three episodes, I think. And I remember driving in my car and thinking you know what, I just wish there was a radio station where they could talk about last night's episode because, you know, you get this hour-long show and then you're thirsting to talk about it and all the different things that went on in there. And so I think the people that listen to us are are, are similar. You know, they've, they've watched the show but they kind of want to discuss different points of it. And did you notice this thing that happened? And how did you interpret this thing that happened? And that seemed a bit off. That seemed a bit weird. So I I think it's people like us, basically, who who want to tune in and listen to what we have to say.
2: And also everyone's really bored with lockdown right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That probably helped.
1: (laughs) Coming to the stories of, you know, Lovers Blind, Love Island, The Bachelor, all of these shows about love. For you, what do you think it is that, us as, I mean, majority women, but us as people just want to see the the narrative of a love story. I think we all just, we all want that
2: happily ever after, or well, a lot of us do, just not the non-committal ones, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) yeah, I think it's just something, you know, you feel happy and safe and secure and you know when I watch things like Married at First Sight or The Bachelor I just I get so warm and fuzzy inside seeing two people connect and I just hope they live happily ever after you know
0: <laughs> see I I'd add on to that as well personally what I love about these shows is more the drama as well <laughs> You know, so it's great when all the, the lovey-dovey stuff happens. But I think what really sucks me in is all the drama when that happens and we get the infighting and the conflict and just understanding, you know, how these different people with their different personality types kind of deal with that. And mm-hmm. sometimes they deal with it well and sometimes they don't deal with it well. And and again, for me, those those are the great pieces to kind of discuss about. Because again, watching these reality shows, I think – is a good way for especially young people to learn about relationships, you know, and learn about how you treat other people with respect. And I, I think, you know, for me, it's it's all of that as well rolled into one.
1: Both of you have podcasts outside Bachelor Banter. Um, but what for you, either individually, separately or, you know, with Bachelor Banter, would you say are among the biggest challenges that you've faced in – the podcast production process
2: oh uh so I guess I'll go back to my first podcast my baby uh books and booze I had a co-host in Australia and unfortunately uh we had a bit of a falling out because she wasn't quite as consistent as, as I was you know we we'd interview you know famous authors and they'd come on to the podcast and stuff but she started cancelling it on the last minute and stuff and it would just make it seem really unprofessional and hard to work with so I ended up saying I'm sorry you can't co-host with me anymore um and she didn't take that very well and we'd had this Instagram page that had grown to like 1000 something followers which she deleted when I tried to change the password and it just got a bit (laughs) conflicty. and yeah it's that that's a bit tough you know finding the right co-host that you you can trust and also know that they're going to be consistent and not make things unprofessional
0: i think it is the consistency (laughs) isn't it definitely for me because A lot of the times, life just gets in the way, and especially with new podcasts, like brand new podcasts, it's easy to get out those first two or three episodes because you've got the energy, you've got the motivation, and it's all fairly easy, and you're creating something new. But after that, you know, you need to make sure that you dedicate the time, and you know, you want to have, uh, you want to ideally release at a set time, so whether it's weekly, bi-weekly, or daily, going the other way just make sure you're consistent because your your listeners will you know will appreciate that consistency you know they're not going to appreciate I've won the original podcast I listened to years ago you know I'd get a a podcast downloaded you know maybe once once a week sometimes and then once a month other times then you they wouldn't release anything for three months and in the end, you get a bit fatigued by that, and you're just like, you know what, I'm going to unsubscribe and and listen to something else. So, yeah, for me, the hardest mm. thing is the consistency when just life gets in the way.
1: And and on that, what what advice would you have for people who are who want to create a podcast similar to yours? Because both issues that you've raised or your challenging aspects are things that you'll face when you have a co-host involved. So on the one hand. Uh, Jade, as you mentioned, having a co-host who maybe isn't doing as much work and isn't as dedicated. And then Dave, to your point on the consistency of it, because it is a, it's a partnership. It's a pair. It's the two of you going at it, creating this content. Yeah,
2: I think Dave does this really well because on his other podcast, him and his co-host split you know, the editing and all sorts of stuff. They are both on the social media pages. Whereas I'm a bit more of a control freak and don't really allow people to edit and get involved in that kind of stuff. Uh, like I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I have to be the one doing it. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I think if I could figure out a way to be a bit more relaxed and share things, it would definitely help. So I think my advice would be to have really good communication with your with your co-host
0: 100% agree I think you know there's there's the initial kind of brainstorming and planning you know so try and make sure if you're working with a co-host try and make sure you you share things out so or, or at least agree so if one person's going to do all the editing and all the social media at least you go in knowing that you're not going to let some small thing kind of grow and become a big thing so you know, if you come up with that initial plan, just communicate in an ongoing way. So, you know, is it working well? Do we need to change something? You know, adjust some things. Ultimately, you want something that's going to be sustainable because, like I say, once you're over that initial creative period at the start of a podcast, after that, it can just become like work. And then if you, if you feel like you're the one doing all the work and your co-host is doing nothing, then it's not sustainable for me it's got to feel like you're both in it together and you're pulling in the same direction
1: please do let me know um or let us all know where we can listen to bachelor banter how we can connect with you is there an email address people can contact you on so i think i mentioned it earlier about the
2: the instagram page which is where we get most of our interaction and that is bachelor banter podcast we're also on twitter under banter underscore bachelor or if you want to email us we've got a gmail account and it's bachelor banter podcast at gmail.com
1: and that brings us to the end of our show we look forward to connecting with you on our website at thepodsessions.com